second season of the Bruisers podcast uh, pretty excited about this second season uh, and uh, to be honest a little nervous you know <laughs> I still have a little bit of the stage fright going on but uh, it's it's going a little better um, this podcast is brought to you by Rizzo Insurance for all of your brewery insurance needs um, this season of Bruisers podcast is going to be uh, exciting personalities from all over the craft industry not just brewing but also we're going to get some people from uh, meaderies uh, and also maybe some kombucha talk, stuff like that about fermenting kombucha. And then uh, today, though, our guest is Dave Gazinski from Pacro Brewing, which is located at 311 North Broad Street in uh, Griffith, Indiana, right near downtown Griffith. So hello, Dave. How are you today? What's happening, Dave? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So uh, basically, we just want to kick off things and uh, kind of just get your story of how you you know came to be, how you started this. this story that everybody's been asking about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what started? Started your journey into uh, craft beer? Uh, it went back about four years ago <clears throat> when um, I was uh, going by the brewery before they were open and met Joe and Robin and kind of waiting for them to open, waiting for them to open. You know, being a beer beer geek, it kind of goes in all the places like that. And finally, they uh, kind of started doing a soft opening, and, and I kind of went in there and talked to them and realized that they had just started the business and that they were really needing of help. So I joined in with them and said, hey, you know what? I'm in a good spot. Let's do this. I could help you out. So uh, four years later, we kind of became a partnership and been doing it ever since. All right. So you hung out long enough. They finally put you to work. Yeah, huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things where I was just there to help. Um, for, you know, like the first year, I was just back there with Joe, helping him brew, doing stuff up front. You know, we're just putting it all together because it was kind of, we were all coming from worlds of business, like in a, a whole different area. Right, so. Right, right, right. Yeah, so uh, since since you guys, you're going into which year now? For uh, four years. Four years? We're, we're okay. just, yeah, just over four years right now. Okay, and then what's what, what's new on the horizon for you guys? Any new beers coming out? Yeah, we got our uh, our stable caveman, our brown ale that we always do. Um, that's going to be coming out here for, we're, we're trying to get it ready for the Blues Fest over in in uh, Griffith, when they do the big fest, that's that's a big stable for us. Oh, yeah, that's a great event. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a lot of fun. Uh, we got our Griffith Cream Ale coming out for some of our summer stuff. Uh, we also got a hazy IPA that we're working on. It'll be coming out soon. Oh, that's a big trend. So how, <laughs> oh yeah. How oh, yeah. are you as a, you know? I, brewing wasn't ever like you initially got into it. So uh, what right, is, right. What is your uh, take on the whole hazy are you um, more of a traditionalist or you yeah know? i'm more of a traditionalist i mean don't get me wrong i like a lot of hazy ipas um i feel that some of the ipas lately have gone and that hazy style have been really juicy more than anything and kind of lost the the bite of some of the hops and everything i kind of like that so we we put ours halfway between you know we put a little bit of juiciness in it and we put a little bit of bite on it too I have to say, it's it's one of my, uh, last year was one of my favorites, and this year, uh, they're starting to tweak it a little bit, maybe a little yeah. more bitterness in there, not quite as juicy, uh, as, e as easy drinking, but um, 
as far as that, I, I'm really all about just kind of exploring if I were on that side, which I, you know, yeah. I'm definitely not. Uh, I'll leave that glory to all you guys. But uh, <laughs> if I were, I would definitely be open for all of that and uh, trying out whatever was new, the newer styles and being part of those trends. Um, but what do you think uh, when you started this and this passion came to be and, and you were inspired to start brewing, um, what what did you have in mind? Like, what? where did you think that it was going to take you? Or were you just kind of like, let's... Kind of- I kind of went off of Joe's coattails, you know. I mean, when we got into this, it was... We were totally into trying to stay with the traditional style and, and what craft beer started with, you know. And even how the trends have started with the milkshake IPAs and the, all, all the different new kind of dessert beers and everything... I feel the, our directions always still tried to be that traditionalist, you know, that to, to, to give the Belgian beers, the trickier beers, the more complex beers that are a little harder to brew, um, which I'm still learning a lot of that. I mean, that's 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 where Joe comes in as more the the ace on that. Yeah. So yeah, the stuff that started it all. Huh? Right. The, right. The traditionalist. Um, but yeah. So right now, what is your favorite style to drink? Uh, I still, you know, right. I, I always go back to the brown ale that we do, our caveman. Uh, that's always been my easy drinker. Um, it, it's a well balanced. It's got a caramel malt build in the front, and then it's kind of got a nice little bit of smoky finish in the back. I'm a caveman fan, definitely. It's a good beer. Yeah, easy drinking for sure. It's got that great maltiness to right. it. Right. I'll drink just about. It. I, I try anything. I mean, I, you know, I'm always up for new styles. Always, you know, trying to see what's out there in a the new. And it's. I'm the late, probably the last person that's going to come around on the whole trend of the dessert beers and all that, <laughs> uh, just because they get too sweet for me, you know. And I, but I know that's what everybody wants too. So. We still yeah, want to gotta appease the masses, yes, right, yes, and uh, meet that standard. But uh, so, what's what's the best part you found out about like being in this industry, being in this <laughs> world of craft beer in Northwest Indiana? It's not easy. <laughs> it's really not easy, uh, especially with nowadays how there's so many breweries in the area. You have to keep up with everything, you know, and, and keep ahead of the game. And and I, I feel this year with with some things that have changed at the brewery and, and kind of taken on more of it myself. Uh, has kind of put me in behind a little bit, but at least with that, I can kind of look at everybody making the steps ahead of me, and then I can kind of transition more more equal and fluent through the through the whole process. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm um, so so that would be like your your worst part is uh, worst part of the job is that you have to keep up to that standard and it, like matching those yeah, trends. Yeah, it's so fast paced. I mean, I, I love it, and, and I mean, you really before you can enjoy one of the beers that you put out, it's all right. Everybody's like, all right, what's next? What what's the next thing you're coming out with? Yeah. You know, so it's like it goes really fast. Yeah, in this industry, all all the. All the drinkers, they always want that insider information, that special oh, yeah. kind of like, oh, I know something that the other guy doesn't know. And that's a huge part of our, our uh, industry, craft beer guys. They always want to know what's next and what's new and exciting. But what would be like the worst, I mean, the, the best part, the most rewarding part of, uh, of being in this community and part of the craft beer? Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, when you go to fest, uh, like I've been up in the far northern west suburbs at a beer fest and just to see people like we you know our race cars is our obviously our our stable ipa that we do and 
and have them asking if I brought it, you know, and they were so happy to be there. And, and that's up in Hoffman Estates, you know, a couple hours away. And it's like, wow, it's pretty taken back when you have people that are requesting it. Yeah, Race Cars and Unicorns is a great beer. And I think it was actually the first beer I tried from you guys uh, over at Twin Kate, I believe it was, or yeah. something like that. And I was like, this is, I mean, that was kind of almost a juicy kind of right, uh, right. Uh, but uh, I, I loved it, and then I had to know more. I was like, and I went in there, and it was, uh, it just happened to be a Tuesday or something, because I think one of your bartenders at the time was, uh, she would regular in there when I was bartending. So um, she would always lobby for you guys, like, check it out, come yeah. in and check it out. So finally I came and checked it out, and it ended up being like pierogies and potato pancakes. And I'm like, yeah. man, I'm never leaving this place. Right? This is yep. just like that food. comfort food, and then like some good craft beer. And not only that, it's kind of like an intimate setting you know it's not yeah. too crazy there's you're not you know elbow to elbow with people but it's still like a great atmosphere and uh just down-to-earth people in there so uh, that was kind of like my first experience in Pacro, and then it was just like it, it, it kind of every little brewery has their own little personality their own little kind of thing and uh, i think you guys kind of got a great little thing there in, in griffith so um but outside of brewing do you do you have hobbies or is it just all family life kind of <laughs> catching up on family life well i, I haven't had much of an outside life lately <laughs> right yeah. now uh you know I, I came up through a lot of travel ball travel softball with my daughter now that she's in college i get to actually go watch her play oh, awesome you know and travel all over the united states watching huh? her where's she playing at now? Uh, she plays for elmer's college oh awesome very good and they just finished up their season so that's the only hobby i got right now is kind of being able to be a dad to watch i've coached all my life so now i get to see it from the other side you know and actually be a, a parent very good. i i have coached high, uh, high school softball in my life so yeah. i know how uh hard it's that intense. could be yeah, yeah it's very and, and you know it's not it's not the uh your uh, team it's usually the parents that are the hard right, part to right. deal with but uh, always but that's great i mean uh it how does your family like uh involvement with brewing are they like excited about the brewery or they, they are like, i mean they, they kind of support me any way they can um but they sit back and let me do my thing too you know yeah. they stay they stay out of it and just kind of let me lead the way on them right right so uh with new trends and everything coming up, what what are you most excited about for Pacro's future and that's upcoming? Um, a lot of it's just going to be trying to create different new styles. You know, um, there's been a lot of, like you said, a lot of change. And we could talk about that. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, first of the year, it kind of went into a thing where I've pretty much... I'm solely by myself a little bit. I, I have Joe. Joe is still coming in, and, and he's brewing. And he's he's doing a lot of the lead of the brewing still and kind of walking me through and helping me. But, you know, he just texted me the other day about coming up with some new styles, like you're kind of doing like a Scottish IPA. Oh. You know, yeah. I question that. I, I like that idea. So we're, we're kind of trying to look for something a little different. Yeah. You know, so I'm hoping that him and I will still collab with everything and keep everything going that way and kind of be the – I guess traditionalists, cutting edge style. Yeah, yeah, you know? I hear you. So Joe is still involved and like moving forward. So you guys are going to be on the same team and kind of collabing on bringing yeah, new trends. Yeah, he's, he's uh, Wizor now, but he's also still back at the brewery once in a while with me. You know, oh, and awesome. we're back and forth. So oh. on the aspect of it, it's him and Robin have kind of taken a little different turn out of it, and so they're not as involved as they used to be, but. Um, Joe is still around and Joe is, you know, always welcome with me. So we're, we're still oh, trying great. to figure things out. Awesome. 
Oh yeah, growing pains. It's everybody falling in. You know, yeah, where yeah. they should. And you know, I, I wish you all the best. And I know, you know, there's still more to come from Pacro. So yeah. I'm excited to hear about a lot of them. But um, do you have any uh, collaborations? Anything you guys are thinking um, about doing with yeah, other breweries? Yeah, I, I talked to the guys and Dan from uh, Metal Monkey in Illinois. Okay, um, that was one of the people that I really wanted to. The, those guys are a lot like we were. You know, they started out real small. They're growing. They're doing really well. Uh, I just was with them over the winter time and and talked to him about it. And I said, hey, you know, midsummer something you want to do so. He's like, yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna probably reach out with them guys and do something. And uh, I know some of the guys from nine five eight five, Matt and them guys wanted yeah, to do Billy, some collabs. Yeah. yeah, and Billy and. Uh-huh. So we might do something with them, too. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so talking about the Illinois side over there, uh, what's your experience been? And what's how are, is it different in any way? Is it kind of? No, it's it's good. And uh, all the other breweries have to put their, their hands over their ears right now, so I don't leak out <laughs> any secrets. But no, they're, uh, the Illinois side is very welcoming to the Indiana breweries. Um, it's something different for them. So they, they welcome it. You know, and we've kind of noticed a a pretty good push out there and people welcoming us further and further out into the suburbs so uh, I even think that like three Floyds have gone out that way and I, I you know they're, they're pushing out that way more so it, it's a good thing it Very really is cool. yeah, yeah I mean yeah definitely because you know I think that this is kind of a mini mecca of craft beer in this yeah. area and it's saturated with lots of good stuff and the standard had been set and for all these little breweries to come in and kind of like set their mark on this community is awesome because I mean, the craft beer people like me, I mean, I get to, you know, reaping all the yeah, benefits. It's like, there's yeah. something new every weekend. There's a, a new release of some beer or something like that. So, uh, do you have any, uh, releases that you're excited about for you? Um, any barrel aging, any, uh, stuff like that? I know you, you're kind of restructuring a little right, bit right. and, uh, getting... yeah, we're, we're on the process. Like we'll do Wookie love again. Um, we did, the. We just got done doing the release of the Dingus, our Belgian double for Dingus yeah, Day, of yeah, course. Yeah. That started out for all, all the, the good Polish people out yeah, there, right? Yeah, for the, the Polish holiday. So we had that. That went really well. And then um, we did a little bit of a Wookiee release this last weekend because of, you know, Peter Mayhew oh, yeah, passing yeah. away. So we did R. a little tribute Chewy. to him. Yeah. So, uh, but we got some more stuff coming out for the fall. Um, I, I'm trying to, that we're going to start barrel aging it now. So it'll be ready for fall. Awesome. So you, you guys have room for all that. And, and yeah. I haven't been in to see the new setup. I've heard all kinds of good stuff about your guys' new equipment and all the new setup and uh, top of the line kind of stuff in there. So um, that's got to be pretty exciting to, to kind of like uh, start brewing on a different setup oh, yeah. there. Yeah, being a bigger system like that, it, it's it's different. You know, I mean, you got to be everybody thinks that, oh, you just go to a bigger system. You just double the batch or it doesn't work that way. Uh, so there was a, some adjustment to it, you know, but now it's going real well. I mean, Joe adjusted to it well. Um, like I've been, you know, been able to work with it more where he's teaching me some of the tricks that he's caught off the new system. You know, that's going to help me in the past, you know, in the future. So uh, the system is great. I mean, it's an AVE system. It's a temporal system. And. It's like the Cadillac of systems. That's oh, that's nice. one thing I am happy about. I'm gonna have to come by and see it sometime. Got to make my way back in there. Um, so, what are you excited about in craft beer? Like, what gets you excited that um, like makes you want to keep, you know, kind of drives you and inspires you to keep going and, and doing what you're doing? The the one thing about the craft world is that they are kind of a community, you know, and a lot of the people. 
even in the Griffith community and the surrounding area, like once they like that brewery, they stay with them, you know, and it's, it's always nice to see the people coming back and, and to kind of get the new faces coming in and also push them to get what they want. You know, they, they're always asking, hey, I went, I went here, I went there, and we've seen this style. So it gives you inspiration, plus it gives the, the warmness of them coming in there and sharing stuff with There's us. There's a lot of loyalty, there. definitely, in oh, this yeah. community, and, and especially when it comes to craft beer. And, and when it first started up, and uh, there were kind of the initial push of the local microbreweries coming in, I felt a lot of, like, people that were kind of judgy and, like, oh, yeah. you know, very opinionated about the way things are doing. Um, I think if they had a chance to brew and saw that there's not really a lot of glory to what is going on, but, like, um, there's a lot more work and hard work and, uh, you know, just stress involved in it. And uh, I think they'd be a lot more respectful of the craft beer yeah. industry and how things were executed. <laughs> I, def- I definitely agree on that. I mean, you hear about it all the time with a new brewery opening up, and then they say, oh, their beer's terrible. Yeah. And, I, you know, like anything, I always tell them, hey, you know, go back in about two weeks to, to a month or whatever, or go back a month later because in any new thing, you, you got to brew on a bigger system. You got to get used to it. It doesn't necessarily mean that the beer is bad. It just may mean that they're tweaking something out that needs to make it better. And it's a growing thing. And, and believe me, it's a science. So, yeah. I mean, nobody sets out. out to make a beer that people aren't going to like. They're right, not right. Like, oh, I can't wait to make this beer so people can judge me and uh, uh, tell me it sucks. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely a lobbyist for the brewer side because I know uh, what you guys put into it and how hard it is to execute what you're doing. I mean, it's very complicated stuff. So, um, but what's great is people are becoming educated and knowledgeable sure. in this area, and uh, I think uh, not just you know slowly it's becoming a drastic like uh, increase in people being educated on craft beer and knowing what what they're drinking and and all of that. But uh, so when you're not at, what is like one of your favorite spots to uh, visit in the region when uh, you're not at Pacro? Well, I, I, I kind of I try to visit all of them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of bounce around from different place to place just to be, you know. The equal opportunity. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I really do. I mean, there's, you know, I just picked up some of the barrel aged stuff from Wild Rose the other day, you know, yeah. and it, it's always funny. And I, the I morning share, James there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, I'll share one more thing with that. It's sad. It's funny to walk in there and then you see your customers there and then they they get all nervous <laughs> like like they're cheating on you. It's or like something. old Western showdown. Like and I, you like, know, I come up behind them and they they're like, oh, hey, how, how you doing? I'm like, you, you know, we all go to different breweries together. Yeah. You know, we all hang out at different places. It's like I'm not shocked to see you, right? It, right, it's right. A, it's okay. It's so right. yeah, I, I pretty much anywhere in the, in the region, I, I'll try to. I was at 18th Street a couple of weeks back, so I, I bounce it all over. I mean, I, I like Drew stuff and oh, yeah. and I like to you know try different things yeah it's just crazy like how successful every you know that everybody can be in this area and uh yeah it's a testament to the people that have become educated that are drinking the beer and knowledgeable sure. and uh, really knowing what they're doing so and we have great little like beer ambassadors in this area too that start these facebook groups and uh really get into um selling and trading beer oh, and yeah, selling beer yeah. and uh, so as a brewer how do you feel about uh the whole cellaring of beers and all of that I think it's it's cool. I mean, it, they really put a little kind of a back page to everything, like a little mini underground market type of thing. And I think it's, like you said, it, it's making everybody very, very well knowledgeable about beer, you know, with all the trading and all the stuff that they see. And it's not just a gimmick thing. They, they truly do want certain styles. 
What cracks me up is kind of like uh, when when they do it. It's the progression of uh, people being polite on those sites. Because yeah. <laughs> when it first started, it was just like you you know there, the people weren't as uh, lenient on people that didn't really know. But now it's kind of like it's it's funny how they handle those types of things and some of the exchanges become kind of comedic on those pages. Oh, yeah. But it's a lot of fun. So as a brewer, you're you're all for cellaring, huh? You're not like the guy that's like I brewed it and it's supposed to be drink right now or you're like all for what of course the things yeah yeah so i mean some things like our belgians and stuff and and we like to sell her and like i i was just messing around with things like our paco dingus when we brewed it last year i I, our belgian double i put it away for a year just to see how it would be a year later you know how it age and it it turned out beautiful you know so some of the things i I do like to mess around with you know and and sell it and age it and that but yeah most of it i want to get out there as much as possible yeah so what what is like your favorite beer of all time? Ah, that's a tough it's, one. It's like what's your favorite <laughs> child or something like that. But if you have multiple children, it's hard to say which one's your favorite. My God, that's that's really tough because, like I said, mine. This is a I, tougher be, question. Than the other one. How could this be? Well, the because tough I, mean, I don't want to say it's just <laughs> our beer and, and my beer, but I mean, my Wookie Love, like Wookie Love, is is my it's a great beer. favorite. Yeah, it's a great beer. I mean that that's a beer that that will always be my favorite just because it's got that rich flavor to it and it's it's just a good smooth beer. Yeah. So uh, and again like Wookie Love is a great name. So yeah. how do you how do you come about like doing the namings of the beer? Do you guys just sit around kind of like yeah, it throw is, them around? Yeah, it's it's throwing around ideas, you know, like we got a I got a session IPA on right now. It's a blood orange session IPA. So I just named it Blood on Broad Street. You know, so <laughs> we, we like to have fun with it. I mean, yeah. all through the years when Joe and I were together all the time, uh, we're both big music enthusiasts, you know, so a lot of the songs and a lot of stuff that... A little Grateful Dead action in there, yeah, too. Yeah, we did the Grateful Brew. <laughs> yeah. um, the biggest one that caused us controversy that never was meant to be was when we did this... Uh, uh, a zombie dumb oh, okay which zombie dumb everybody thought was a slam on three floyds but if everybody knows if anybody knows music it's the reverend horton heat right. it's a song by them right. and that's where it came from you know joe was a big fan of it i was and that's where just you know the, yeah. the name of the beer came from and i mean how many other beers have zombie in them now right right, right. It's like, it, it, i don't believe they kind of started that it was you know it was always there just that that one kind of took hold and uh, stuck but, but we yeah we got asked that a lot you know are you guys slamming three floyds we're like no it, it has nothing to do with slamming three floyds it was a song and- everybody wants the drama <laughs> you know they want to hear the drama and what 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 it is but it, for the most part brewing is the camaraderie and like collaborating and and bringing people together and oh, yeah. and sharing in the you know the, the excitement of uh, what what you've done but uh uh, I love that part of the industry, and now, like with the food, again, you guys do the uh, the Polish style yes. food. Uh, I only, you know, touched on the uh, the pierogi and the potato pancakes. Is there anything else you guys are serving up there? Anything uh, new coming out on the food side? Yeah, uh, on our like our Polish nights for sure. We do our gumki, which is our stuffed pepper, our oh, stuffed uh, cabbage. That's the good and, stuff. And then right we there. have our stuffed peppers. And then we do our cabbage and noodles and our bigos, which bigos people don't know a lot about is a hunter stew, a Polish hunter stew. It's really meaty. Um, that's one of our staples too. So it's the biggest thing that we twisted up this year was like our Polish tacos. We do a Polish taco now oh, where it's a, you know, Polish infused taco. And yeah. 
It's, it's you know different stuff that stays Polish themed. So the no no light menu, right? <laughs> no, no, definitely if you're there for vegan food or dieting, we're probably yeah, not the right but, place yeah, for it. <laughs> I, I'm, you come for Polish food, you know what you're gonna get. Right, it's like right, one right. of my favorites of all time. One of my best friends, he's a his family's Polish, and uh, they kind of got me into that whole uh, you know the the corn beef or the the salt pork how they finish the uh, the glumkeys and, and oh, yeah. all of that with their sausage and everything it was just like oh my god you guys cook this stuff it's, all day long yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a process for it's sure time consuming when we do our polish night it's three days of prep i i'm in the kitchen for three i shut down brewing and everything and it's just three days of prepping food just for that one night of polish night and that's coming up pretty soon right oh uh, we just had our, oh you just had it yeah okay. first thursday of every month so we okay. just we just had it this month yeah the next one will be in june first and, and they just it's uh which night is that it's first thursday of every month okay so it's coming up yeah gotcha starts uh 4 p.m and then we serve all the way till 10 o'clock at night so nice. awesome so uh in in your experience in the brew pub and all that you guys haven't had any rowdy visitors or anything like that uh, you know <laughs> what that that is the one thing that's best about the craft beer world is that craft beer drinkers are kind of different they they want to have their drinks and then they go home you know they yeah. don't they realize that that is a lot of higher abv and then if they keep drinking that they won't be able to walk out of there yeah. so uh, most of them are pretty respectful of you know they have their three or four and they go home you that's know, great that's the yeah. nice part about it so uh anything like on the horizon that you would like to you know uh really be a part of or like um take pacro in that direction of uh, uh i need to really get the canning end of it going, our canning line and, and getting our beer out there. Race cars has been one that we've always dreamt about, <clears throat> dreamt about putting out there first as our canned beer because it's such a we have a great logo for it. Uh, it's our stable IPA, and we've been talking about it for the last two years. But you know, canning's so hard to do these days if you don't have a canning line. And, right. and like when we went to the upgrade on the system, we pretty much limited all our space. So now it's a matter of mobile canning. Right. Gotcha. And the the downside of that is is that you hear everybody in the market now with the cans are having a hard time going through them all, you know, because there are fifteen breweries all on the shelf at the same time. So. Right, right, yeah, you got to set yourself apart. <clears throat> and you know, I think one thing that sets uh, that apart is packaging and marketing. Right. And uh, so, how do you come up with ideas for your artwork, or do you have a guy that does your artwork or a person? Uh, that does it was your a artwork? combined thing before this year, like when we did the Wookie Love. Uh, that was just you know messing around with some ideas, and that's we didn't want to get sued, so that's why we went to the cartoon character looking Wookie. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so we want to keep it fun and light and kind of, you know, something that somebody would grab on a shelf and be like, this would be cool can to have. Plus yeah, I mean, beer, it's you know? so cool. And it's something that's kind of like this byproduct of this movement, too, is like the artwork from these cans are, are awesome. I mean, just right. the, the production on them and the look of them have been amazing just to go on. And, and, you know, it's hard to go into a liquor store and be like, oh, look at all this. But when you actually look at the cans and the artwork that's coming out of this area for all of the stuff here, it's it's crazy to see all that good, uh, that good artwork. And it, it's cool that it's all around here so i didn't know uh, who you used or if there was somebody that you only go with or you kind of switch we it up go a with bit. anybody i mean there was a guy that we worked with before um local guy that would help us out on it but i've been talking to a couple different people that have reached out to me about doing artwork you know so i've kind of given them all the the go ahead to come up with something cool and show me what you got and this is kind of what my vision is and then go from there 
And you said you're coming into your fourth year uh, at Pacro? Yeah, we're just over a fourth year now. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, did you guys do a big blowout for the no, four year? They, no, we didn't do the blowout this year just because of the separation of everything oh, that gotcha, happened. Gotcha. So okay. we're literally, this is my year of just kind of getting ourselves back on our feet, uh, getting our name back out there, and really tackle for next year. I mean, it's 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 big it's big steps like yeah, be by myself it kind of you know i'm still trying to put people in place um i i know i don't want to be the total brewer on it i'd rather try to get somebody that, that could come in there that's a brewer that that i can get full time in there all the time you know so that's my goal because i want to be out on the street or be out with the people is where i'm usually most focused at you know and brew not as much as I know. I'm not as talented um, as Joe was, you know, and there's a lot of learning, and I'd rather put that in somebody's hands who wants to run with it, you know. It's kind of like we got a whole new footprint to try to open slate to kind of yeah. recreate again. Almost like a rebranding, huh? Like, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, the Paco name is staying, and yes, we are staying. I mean, we're not. You know, that, let, let's address that, too. I'm yeah, not afraid. Nothing's that for sale, right? It's, right. Well, uh, it, it was for sale, you know, earlier in the year because of uh, everything that was going on. We had to put that out as an option. Um, we didn't know how the partnership stuff was going to end up, you know, when we were all said and done. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that it was out there for an option. If somebody, it, it's kind of like I've told everybody, you know, a glass of water or a pen. Sure, if somebody wants to give me that amount of money for that pen, I'll sell it to them, <laughs> in, you know, in the beginning right, or right. in a heartbeat. But uh, our ultimate goal is we are here to stay. Uh, we are here to to kind of get things right, and so we're taking a very slow. Like I, I've been out of everything. I've kind of went underground a little bit, I guess you should say. Kept to myself just to kind of get the brewery back on track. Uh, we went through the first three months of just everybody kind of questioning whether or not we were going to be there. And then when they saw Joe over at Zorn, it was another whole set of issues, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I will address this that the Pacro name is something that me, Joe, and Robin started, you know, and I'm proud of that name and I, I'm not planning on changing it. Uh, Joe knows about that. We, we've talked about it, you know, and I'm proud of it still. That's awesome. I just yeah. want to continue and finish the journey that we started. So I'm doing the best I can to get it done. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have no doubt you guys will definitely get back on. Yeah. I, like you already have. And and uh, the future is going to be definitely bright. And look forward to having that fifth anniversary party and oh, yeah. uh, being be a part of that. For yeah. You know, we'll have a, have some beers together for that for one. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it's it's awesome to hear the story and finally, uh, you know, get that out to the people. If anybody that's interested in that one and, uh, cause people are, you know, they, it's good when you're in the service industry and, and people do kind of want to know the insider information sure. and that, and then you give them that and they feel like family, you know, and then you oh, have yeah. them for life. And, um, yeah, in this community, I think that people would most rather build up than, you know, tear something down. So, right, right. um, it's great that you had kind of that support behind you and uh, the people, um, to help support that because all of me, I, I love Pacro. I've been impressed since the first time I went in there and was just treated with so much hospitality. It was like, I didn't meet anybody there before and yeah. I walk in and I get treated like, you know, Hey, you got to try this. Hey, try this, you know, Oh, look at this. And people that are just excited about it. And, um, that for me is very cool because people start getting excited about those certain things and it just makes, makes everything kind of like uh, a lot more fun for everybody in, in that industry. So, uh, I appreciate you coming on and talking with us Anytime. and, and, uh, and doing all that. Is there anything else you want to kind of touch on before we uh, get out of here? Uh, Are you just, 
there's a lot of good things that are becoming for Pacro. I mean, just stay tuned, and I thank everybody for the support that we've had since the first of the year, since the kind of separation. Um, like I said, there's no, we're not enemies. You know, I still talk <laughs> to Joe all the time. Um, he's kind of just doing his own thing. And, it would and be kind of hard that. to be an enemy of Joe, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it was funny because uh, a real quick thing, too, is we had the, um, at the Patrician, when we had that beer fest over there earlier this year, um, we were set up, and Zorn was set up right next to us. And <laughs> nice. Joe, Joe was standing there representing Zorn. It's like a PO. And yeah, like, and you know, Zorn everybody might... was like, "Oh, this is gonna get awkward." I'm like, "No, it's not." I mean, you know, Joe and I get along just fine. I mean, it's just kind of we've taken. I mean, he's kind of taking a different path a little bit yeah. and kind of finding himself again. You yeah, know, so I mean, yeah, definitely. I'm just keeping things going, and, and there's a lot of good, to, a lot of good to come ahead. Um, like I said, I've got some people behind the scenes that are helping me also. And I'm looking, you know, to keep a, a cutting edge brewer going. If it's if it's not going to be Joe, somebody else, you know that. But so I'm trying to reach out on avenues on that. So so if anybody's looking, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Come talk it, to me. But yeah, we are staying. Um, we got a lot of good things coming up ahead. So I'm you guys should have staged like a fake like wrestling match or something in front <laughs> yeah, of right. <laughs> just right. went all out on each other. Went and on social media and kind of yeah. went back and forth with each other. Yeah. <laughs> But it would have been great to see uh, Joe with like a half Pacro, half Zorn shirt on there, standing next to that. But yeah, uh, and, and believe me, there there was <laughs> some you know conflict out there. You know, people were on the Zorn page and they were commenting, and people were coming on our page and commenting, and, and oh, it was geez. like, I'm just not. You know me well enough. I'm not a drama person. Yeah, we don't. You don't that, need to get you know? on board with that. You know where you stand. And, right. Uh, that's great that you came on, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing that with us and uh, letting people know, setting the record straight of. Uh, what what's really going on yeah, in Paco cool. and now everybody knows you know uh, that, that it's okay if they're in the same room with you guys they don't have to right, be so right. nervous yeah, there's no there's no awkwardness <laughs> yeah, there awesome. really isn't. but yeah it's uh, I, I'm honored you know that you guys put little of me out here oh, on, this, come on. on this podcast I don't know about that but because they put me on here too so I don't feel <laughs> like <laughs> right but uh, I love that you came out I love that you're your first guest and I appreciate it so much so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and uh, uh, we want to thank Rizzo Insurance today for bringing uh, for sponsoring today's podcast in the new season of Bruisers today. We thank you all and uh, see you later. Who in it now?